When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hey, you held him to 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end. But I got three words for you. You like that? Welcome in to Purple Daily. This is a four-question Friday here. Mackie and Judd, Declan, and uh, we got, man, there's just, if, you, if you've if you missed any of our uh, episodes this week involving reckless speculation on either Mackie and Judd or Purple Daily, feels like the game of quarterback musical chairs is picking up steam here with Carson Wentz being traded this oh. week. So uh, all kinds of interesting threads. If you're not a daily consumer of Mackie and Judd or Purple Daily, Check us out. Powered by Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which has been helping business owners for over 100 years. They're one of us. Owatonna, Minnesota, founded in 1904. And Federated recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. If you're a business owner, think about how helpful it would be to have employee training at your fingertips. Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. That's where Federated comes in. They've been ingrained with our local Minnesota sports teams throughout the years. And you can find out more about how MyShield can help your business at federatedinsurance.com. Remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. You guys ready for a four-question Friday here? Oh, yeah. Today's number is four. One, two, three, Welcome four. 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 Purple Daily Sesame Street crossover, four. All right, here's question number one, and, okay. it, and it involves, a, I think it's going to be a soundbite and a video clip that uh, just replaces me on the screen because of formatting here. Right. Is that correct to say? That is correct. So you're going to see me replaced by Dan Orlovsky. Who's and, skinnier than the two of us, Phil. <laughs> Not than Declan, but than us. And uh, and so the, the, the question here is, does this Dan Orlovsky clip apply to the Vikings? If the Bears get Carson Wentz, it does not make them a Super Bowl contender. It makes them better. No longer can you just ask yourself, if we get this quarterback and he plays as good as he can, are we better? You have to ask yourself, if we get this quarterback with this roster and he plays as good as he can, can we win a Super Bowl? Legit. There's two teams that are in the Carson Wentz conversation that fit that mold. The Indianapolis Colts and the San Francisco 49ers. And so a little, little bit of foreshadowing there by mm-hmm. Dan Orlowski because he wound up going to the Indianapolis Colts. But he's applying that logic to Carson Wentz. Is, is Carson Wentz a good quarterback? Is he a, a franchise-elevating quarterback? Where are you at with this? Mm-hmm. How, would, how would you apply, question one, his logic to Kirk Cousins? Is Kirk Cousins a Super Bowl quarterback? Um, first of all, what he just said 
is how teams think now, or should think. It's a thousand percent right. No longer do you, man, I wish we could be good. Let's get someone who makes us good. The question now is, can you get somebody who makes you great, i.e. a Super Bowl champion? And Kirk Cousins, 1,000%, I am confident in saying this without giving it one more second of thought, is not that quarterback. Kirk Cousins, if we, I'm tired of this one. I'm I'm now tired because it feels cliched, boys, to me. This conversation. Well, Kirk Cousins is fine if everything around him is perfect. He can have a really good game if all the circumstances are perfect. If he's playing in a dome stadium and it's snowing outside, but he's got a good offensive line and a running back who's really good and a wide receiver set and a tight end and everything's perfect and and his family is happy and everything's going great and his car got to the stadium on time through the snowstorm. I'm tired of that because if you need everything to be perfect, you aren't a champion. You are a statistical stuffer of the box score. You're a co- or you're a cog in a team yeah. that aspires to be a champion. But I'm saying the quarterback position, if if we start off a quarterback discussion by saying said player needs perfection around him to be his best, then he is not the player I want. Now, if he plays running back, Phil, or if he plays another position, I will go down that path. But when it comes to Kirk Cousins, when we talk about Every element around him, if it's great, he can be good. Look, we can now say this safely, okay? The Washington football team, one of the most mismanaged franchises in recent history, owned by a guy who is off his rocker, okay? That team has everything going against it because of how it's run, came to the conclusion on Kirk that we have now, which is he is not going to win a championship. He's going to get put up good stats. He's going to be a very nice player, but he is not going to win you a championship. And I don't even think that's some type of outlandish take. I just think that now after watching three years of Kirk, it's a very fair assessment of a guy that you took a shot on. You know, I hear a lot of, like in my daily arguments about Kirk Cousins, I feel like on social, on this show, YouTube, et cetera, um, I feel like the biggest argument that I get thrown back at me as someone who just, I, I think, I think Kirk is a good quarterback who makes too much money and it, and the the money that he makes hurts the team's ability to build a great roster. And so that's why you're sort all of his teams are just sort of good, not great, not terrible. Right. That's, that's what happens. Kirk cousins is gravitational pull toward nine and seven and eight and eight. 500. Yeah. He's a 500 quarterback yes. in, in large part because he makes too much money to get those perfect pieces around him, right? And the argument that always gets thrown back in my face is, well, QB wins aren't... A, football is a team game. You can't be using QB wins. Football is a team game. Let's go down that path, okay? If football is a team game, then why do teams pay quarterbacks ridiculous percentages of the salary cap? It's because the quarterback is the most important driving force for winning in the NFL. You want to tell us the Tampa Bay Bucks, you need the Tampa Bay Bucks, let's say you pull that front office in that room right now. Is football a team game or is it a Tom Brady game? Anyone could have done it. No, they could not have. Tom Brady is Tom bleeping Brady for a reason. The Kansas City Chiefs, when they won the Super Bowl last year, were people saying, whoa, what a great team. Like, yeah, they had a great team, but they had Pat Mahomes, for God's sakes. And so if football is a team game, and it is to a certain extent, obviously, you have to have a defense and an offensive line and all these things. I'm not negating the team aspect of football. But don't negate on your end how influential a quarterback is financially, leadership, 
all of the things late in the game when things are when things are imperfect, can you elevate everybody else and rise above? And so I keep going back to the fact that if Kirk Cousins was making a third of the money that he is, if he was on a rookie scale contract or something, mm-hmm. I'm in, baby. Let's do this. We got a good, darn good quarterback mm-hmm. that uh, that now allows me to go get a left guard and a defensive tackle and keep you know Sheldon Richardson from a couple years ago, et cetera, et cetera. So Dex, where are you at with this? Is Kirk Cousins a Super Bowl quarterback for you? No, he's not a Super Bowl quarterback, unfortunately. You know, yes, you can catch lightning in a bottle. Joe Flacco's happen. Trent Dilfer's happen. Hell, even Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. But I, I just, the way things are shaping up in the NFL right now, because Jared Goff has gotten to a Super Bowl, but he wasn't able to pull it off in the big dance. Like, you can possibly get to the doorstep or get there, but I don't look at Kirk Cousins and or Jared Goff or those guys as Super Bowl quarterbacks. I just don't. So that's a good segue into question number two here. All right, if you... Because everything, everything has to operate within a salary cap structure, even though you can manipulate and whatnot. At some point, it comes time to pay off the money that's on your books. You can't keep kicking the can down the road. So if you could only keep Daniil Hunter or Kirk Cousins because of the contracts, with Daniil Hunter likely looking for an extension this offseason, yep. which one do you pay the big bucks to, Daniil Hunter or Kirk Cousins? Okay. If I am going to have Zim as my coach, all right? And the philosophy that the Vikings have, this is not hard, Daniil Hunter. The, the neck problem does scare me. I'll give you that. And I'd like to know more. I'd like to see him play. But that being said, how are the Vikings built? The Vikings are built very much around a defense that has to be not good, but damn near great. It, it was terrible in 2020, Phil Mackey, but it, it, it needs to be damn near great. And Daniil Hunter can give you that step. And Daniil Hunter, at his best, is a star. Kirk Cousins is not a star. He is a solid player who can put up good stats and can have really great games once in a while and can make some big throws. But he is in no way a star. Daniil Hunter at his best is. Um, if you if you give me a different team, perhaps, my answer might be different. But if Zimmer's going to be the coach of this team and this team is going to continue with the same philosophical approach to football that they take, I don't think the answer to this is tough. I think it has to be the the defensive star and not the good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Dex? Well, say let's say they both make the same amount of money, just for the sake of this argument. Let's say both guys are $22 million players. I'll even upgrade a deal, but I'll, I'll lower Kirk Cousins to maybe where he should be. If push comes to shove and they're the same price, I actually think I go with Kirk because the quarterback is going to make more of an impact on the game than the defensive end. If they both make 22, I'm with you. It's Kirk. But I'm with you. The problem is, is the quarterback market is a lot different than a defensive end market, so I do think I'd rather have on this team right now, I'd rather have Daniil Hunter. But if they were making the same price, I have to go with the quarterback. Part of the reason I say is I, I'm a little skittish on Daniil Hunter's neck injury. Oh, you should be. Like if if there was no neck injury, I'm okay with him making the most money of any defensive end because I think I think the two most important things you need to win a Super Bowl are an electrifying pass attack that you lean on for the whole game, not just when it's convenient for you, like the Viking. Oh, I guess we got to throw the ball now. Like that's kind of how the Vikings feel, and the ability to stop the opposing team's electric pass game. And the best way you can do that is with guys like Daniel Hunter. Um, and so I would lean toward Hunter in this equation. I think, like in my dream scenario for roster construction, the Vikings would get away from paying top dollar for running backs like Cook and previously Adrian Peterson. Those things are they're they're flashy and they're fun and they break off sixty yard runs, but they don't they aren't driving forces for winning Super Bowls. And I think you know you go back the last fifteen years in the NFL and you'll see that 
trend play itself out that a lot of the teams that win Super Bowls just have random dudes at running back and like they have better offensive lines because they can spend money there, right? Correct. And and I would take more of a feast or famine approach to my quarterback contracts. I either want a rookie scale contract guy that I'm grooming to maybe be the franchise quarterback, someone that could maybe be a top seven guy that can drive winning. Yep. Or I want a guy that's already in that category and I'm willing to pay a premium for that. I'm no longer going to pay a premium for something that's not in those two categories in a perfect and, world. And your coach loves to run and play defense. So what are you doing? Yep. Like that, Put th- resources that's what your coach into those wants. things, for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, boys. Question number three is powered by our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer. That's right, Declan. We'll take a halftime break here on Four Question Friday to cheers to a great beverage. Can't tell you how many uh, weekends have been sponsored by uh, Corona Hard Seltzer for better or worse in my life. And uh, it's mostly for better, but I love my Corona Hard Seltzers. <laughs> and that, they, they sponsor my weekends. What, what have I ever made a mistake on the weekend? You know, that never happens for me. Because <laughs> it's the only hard seltzer made with pure beach vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spikes sparkling water with natural flavors. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Well, that's a good investment. It's good stuff. Yep. Good Question stuff. number three here. What disappointing 2020 NFC team will rebound and be a playoff team in 2021? Okay, so so the, the first one that I've... Thought, thought of was a team that could potentially have Kirk. They probably won't. San Francisco, okay? But that sort of bored me. I'm like, they're in the Super Bowl a year ago. They could easily bounce back. So I'm going to take them off of my personal table here. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bang my head against the wall. That's right. I'm going to come back with the same team that I told you was going to be much improved in 2020 and instead was pretty much a train wreck. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Wow. The Dallas Cowboys fire Garrett and bring in McCarthy for 2020. Dak Prescott gets hurt. The Cowboys are defensively awful. They finish 6-10. and 10. But there's more there. And eventually it's going to happen where they're going to have a good year. There's no reason why the Dallas Cowboys can't come back and win 10 or 11 games and certainly make the playoffs in 2021. So I'm going to go back to the team I told you was going to be improved this past season. And damn it, it's going to happen eventually, the Dallas Cowboys. Dex? I'm going with the Eagles. Now that Carson Wentz is completely out. Oh, your guy hurts. Jalen Hurts. Fly, Eagles, fly. I can tell you right now, I mean, he's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback, but I also think he's the type of quarterback that you want in 2021. Because he makes $500,000 Yeah, because you pay him. $12. $12. He's worth, uh, yeah, he's, he's worth chump change. So I, mm-hmm. I think the Eagles bounce back, and I think they got a, the right quarterback for the right system, and I think uh, the Eagles are going to be a lot better next year. like it. I mean, it's the Vikings. Oh. For me, it's the Vikings. And I think it's the Vikings one of two ways. I mean, they're, this, they're in a better spot to bounce back than people think if you trade Kirk Cousins, then you're just rebuilding. Not really. I mean, you, Daniel Hunter, you got weapons on offense. You still have a first-round pick. You, you know, you, you, this franchise is in a position to just get better by existing, right? When Daniel Hunter and, and Michael Pierce come back. <laughs> That's the most Vikings thing yeah, ever anyone's yeah. ever That's true. said. No, I'm true, sick though. of just existing with this franchise. I want them to be you know, existing in the Super Bowl. But I think the Vikings bounce back. Whatever path they pick, if they keep Kirk, if they trade him, and they open up more resources to get other things in here, I think this team is a 9-7 and or a 10-6 and team and they wind up making the playoffs. I don't know if, especially if the Packers get J.J. Watt, if they can usurp the Packers. Packers got another chance. 
we'll see. You're correct. And then question number four for you guys here. I want you to think back in your time watching the Vikings. Oh, boy. Who is a player that you were – well, Dex, Declan has a bunch of these probably. Who was a player that you were way too high on and they turned out to be a bust? Oh, oh, this is – I haven't given this any thought. Um, I mean, can I say John David Booty for Declan? Uh, well, JDB's in there. <laughs> uh, Greg yeah. Childs. You guys remember wow. Greg Childs? Blew out both knees but he blew out his patella tendons. But I, yeah, that's not I, his fault. I think there's receipts of Declan being very high on a fifth-round pick from Arkansas. Yeah, no, that's fine. That was a freak of a nature. Who, uh, that, that, who's a bad one, though, who, like, flamed out? I'll give you one. I remember writing a story. because So I used to cover the Vikings for, like, three years. Jamar Johnson. And, uh, no, well, probably. I, I, well, actually, there's two of them. One's a wide receiver from that same era, and then the one one's a cornerback. But I remember doing a, a profile on Marcus McCauley, the gambler, because oh, he picked off some passes in training camp. Oh, we all, yeah, Chris Cook did too. Oh, he's going to be jumping routes, and he's going to be a pick six machine, Marcus McCauley. Yep. Yeah. Marcus McCauley's claim to fame is in a five wide set at the Metrodome against Brett Favre. He was the one covering Greg Jennings on Brett Favre's record breaking touchdown correct. pass in the end zone. He was absolutely he terrible. Got it was really sad. It was really sad. No, I, I once actually um, called the sports desk at the Star Tribune and told them that I had to write a new lead story because Chris Cook picked off three or four passes in one day in training camp. I was so excited about, oh my God, this is, this is it. This is going to be it. Uh, here's mine, though. A guy, first round pick. And I thought he was going to come in and finally be the pass-rushing defensive end that this team had been after for quite a while at that point, Erasmus James. Oh, man. First-round nice. pick, 2005. <laughs> you, I really thought, oh, my God, this guy was great at Wisconsin. He was great in college. It's going to translate. Oh, yeah. And um, Erasmus, I mean, to say that he was a bust is insulting to the word bust. Erasmus James is a guy that I thought was going to be good for a yeah. while, and he was did nothing. Yep, that was a rough draft for for the purple for That's sure. Cool. When, when Erasmus right. James is only the second worst bust in the first round for you that well, year, you took Troy seventh overall. Yeah. Oh my God, the, the wide receiver that I was thinking of is Andre Allison oh, from sure. like two thousand seven eight and eighty four. And I thought, yeah, he wore Randy, he wore Randy Moss's Randy jersey. Moss's he was a punt returner. He was supposed to be a deep threat guy. He was none of those things <laughs> as time played out, and then he was out okay. of the league. <laughs> And then and that was it. And yeah. that was that. <laughs> and then he was doing something else with his life. Yeah. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't retire. Because when the rest of the league doesn't want you, <laughs> you're not retiring. You're out of the league. Actually, can we let Judd rant about Brian Dozier's retirement look, on Purple Daily? I don't Daily? want to pick on Brian Dozier, but my God, you're not. You're 33. You tried to play. You're not retiring. <laughs> like if the if the Marlins called him tomorrow, okay? Do you really think he's going to be like, well, I'm sorry, guys, but yesterday I retired from baseball. What's the I will football not take equivalent? your $5 million. It's like Matt Asiata raising his hand Matt and being Asiata. like, all right, I guess I'm retiring. Yes, exactly. No, exactly. Thanks. You're forced to not play. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what it is. Amazing. Anyway, Amazing. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, appreciate everyone uh, hanging out with us on this four-question Friday here on Purple Daily you can also find Mackie and Judd, our other show, on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com.